Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Four Color Ultrasound, episode 18. I'm your host, Dieter, and with me is Mike. Mike. He's all <laughs> super <laughs> chipper this time. It might be a different time, Mike. Yeah, you inflected so weird, it may be a different Mike. People might be like, is that the same one? We don't know. But either <laughs> yes, way. it's a different Mike. Yes, he found another Mike. Looks like we're going to need another Mike. But uh, <laughs> so anyway, microphone? I don't know. So yeah, anyway, we're uh, two friends that enjoy reading the same comic books, but we enjoy talking about those same comic books even more so of course we decided to record these conversations so we could listen to them for ourselves over <laughs> and over and over again over again and then we said hey what since we're paying for the bandwidth and the storage space anyway let's offer it up to the public and see what happens and so far much of nothing so <laughs> much of nothing but at least there's like three or four solid listeners out there and that's what gets me through the day even if i know two of them <laughs> So yeah, here's looking at you, listener. So yeah, you got anything, Mike? You got anything quirky to say before we get started? No, I don't. Oh, damn. See, that's why this, that's why we're going to fail. So anyway, all right, getting right into it. Justice League number 34, uh, written by Scott Snyder and James Tinian IV. Uh, Bernando, or Bruno Bernando and Howard Porter on art, and our favorite artificial intelligent coloring robot slash computer who knows on colors hi-fi hi-fi what do you have to say about that mike i don't got much to say about that <laughs> you were so chipper saying your I name was. Like, i was nervous now, <laughs> but now everything now. is like now you're just like nothing i got nothing <laughs> <laughs> we're two minutes in i got nothing <laughs> i got nothing Dieter. this is all your show now uh, click. It's funny. <laughs> funny. I shouldn't have been able to hear. <laughs> Why could I hear them hanging up on us? Uh, Justice Do More Part Five, though, for those that haven't been following along. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this one picks up quite kind of where we left off with Atlantis. You know, them in the past. Kinda. Is it exactly where we left off? Well, sort of, because we got the past and the future and the present, so we don't know where in time exactly we are. Did I mean it's the past? So like, didn't it already happen? Didn't it already leave off? Aren't we already here? I don't know. But Cheetah, I got a bunch of jokes. I guess on this one, I was either going to go for Chester Cheetah, like dangerously <laughs> cheesy, or like something like she looks like like a cast member from Cats, like a hundred percent that she first does, time. doesn't she? Like, but like, and then it gets like, I don't know, the way she's even doing, like, but every, that shit-eating grin on like every page. Like I've never <laughs> noticed her to have, I thought her teeth were sharp as well. These just seem to be teeth. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they're normal teeth. Maybe like vampire teeth. She turns to a cheetah. Right. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> uh, she's commanding, because Groot has control of, who is that again? That's uh, Poseidon. Yeah. She's like egging him on, like, yeah, destroy Atlantis, kill the Justice League. And then questions are answered, Mike. Vandal Savage. He's not alive again. He's alive because he wasn't dead yet. And if anybody, if anybody was listening, they could have written in last week and told us. You're an yeah, idiot. Of course he's not dead yet. He's not dead yet, you more. It's like, he didn't come back. He never left. <laughs> so he's here. Sure. I know. Like, as soon as I read that, I'm like, oh my God, that was dumb. I wish somebody wrote it and told me how stupid I was. Right. So... He's like, look, you're not, you're not, 
was Vandal Savage like I know he's a smart guy, but he acts like he's kind of a dumbass in this, right? Like he does. Is he like that though? I thought he was super smart. I yeah, I thought he was a genius and I know he lives forever. But I know very little about Vandal Savage. But I don't I don't think he was dumb. But even the way he talks, he's like, uh you know, my Legionnaires Club and yours and I oh it's weird. But anyway. Uh, he uses he uses pronouns. I and you. He's <laughs> no, it's dumb. like he says, uh, uh, fine, bring me this artifact, this conch of iron, or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. The conch or whatever. Like, this way he's, I don't know, it's strange. But then, uh, is that Alan Scott, right? That's his name? Yep. Yeah, he gives a speech. Like, uh, flips his flips his mind with a speech. A good-hearted speech. Like, yeah, hey, 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 we all got to work together there, buddy. We don't know who's who. But... The page where Our Man and uh, the original Green Lantern guy, he says, like, Our Man's like, hey, you know, I think the Green Lantern's name is in good hands or whatever. He's like, I couldn't agree more, right? And then he sneaks over to him and he's like, hey, (laughs) 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 I think the Green Lanterns are pretty good. He, like, totally bit Our Man's, like... (laughs) Like, I don't know. If, like, our man goes up to him later again and says, like, the same thing would be awkward, right? Exactly. Like, <laughs> and uh, John Stewart's like, come on, our man. It's like, <clears throat> Scott just told me the exact same thing. Like, why the hell? <laughs> why would you two say? He's like, wait, he told you that? I told him that while we were looking. Like, oh, that was kind of fucking weird, I thought. Like, why would our <laughs> I love that's what you picked up on. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, because he says, like, it's almost word for word. He says, you know, Alan... I think the Green Lantern name's in good hands because he's whispering too because like yeah. red light. And Alan Scott like totally agrees with him. And then Alan Scott says, where is he? Uh, I have to say, John, the future does look a little brighter to me lately. It's like the exact same thing almost. And he's like, all right, thanks, guy. It's like, but then he's a throw in. I mean, we still have better style in our time, but hey, he throws a little dig there. Oh, yeah. So what do you think? Like with that comment right there where he says, so Alan Scott's talking to John Stewart. And he's like... I got the better style. What do you think? Do you like that older style where he's wearing like pants and a belt with like a homemade cape? Do or I do like it like, better? Or do you like the, what would you call that? Like a, 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 a unitard? Like the unitard versus the, uh, you know, you made in your, you just pulled out something out of your closet and said, <laughs> and put a cape on it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like the, you like the newer costumes, of course. What do you think? Like, Painted on spandex versus like uh-huh. <laughs> some clothes. I don't know. I mean, like you I said, guess, it's two completely different styles. So I like the old stuff, but it's not. But I it's like only say, because I, it's. I think some are better than others. Like you could say, like I like the Green Lantern's newer style, but then like the flat. Well, no, I kind of like the Flash's older style. I just love the flat. How uh, how uh, old school Flash wears that stupid helmet. <laughs> like it never falls off or anything. He doesn't have a chin strap or anything. But he has a helmet that's on. What do you think it's made out of? Don't you think it just weighs him down? Like, <laughs> it's nth metal. You're going to find out it's nth metal at some point. It doesn't look like it's aerodynamic whatsoever. No, so. it doesn't. It, it does not look... Uh, like, And, well, the baggy clothes either. Right. Well, he wasn't running that fast, was he? The Flash? The Flash of like, Two Worlds? Is he? Was he, like, time-traveled fast, though, back then? Uh, no, I don't think there was much time travel back then. Yeah. Yeah, not like we're doing it on the next page, going all the way to the future. And uh, Brainiac 1 million. And why hasn't he killed him yet? He's got them all in his hands, or his claws, or tentacles, or whatever they are. Because he's he explaining his... Like, okay, see, this is... 
This is what I picked up as well. Brainiac is not very smart. <laughs> well, that's why he's calling himself Brainiac. Those guys, well, I really, I am smart. My name is Brainiac. He really says it on this page, too. He's like, oh, like, I just gather the information. Like, I just hold it, right? He mm -hmm. doesn't say, he never once says, like, I understand. What, <laughs> like, he never says, like, I, he just wants it to have it. He knows how to take the information. He doesn't <laughs> know how to hold the information or use the information. And that's the key part. That's the, the key, holding, the using of the information. The, holding, the understanding. It's like reading comprehension, right? You can read all you want, but really, like, understand what has happened. And I think that's kind of like, so Brainiac is kind of a dumbass. That's why he hasn't killed him yet. He's explaining his plan to them. He's the classic villain who just gives you an entire, just an entire time playing, explaining the plan while uh, someone like Commandy gets to go out and get <laughs> break free every single superhero from all the from futures from all the futures that were there and then when he says everyone roar I thought he was like saying I really this is fucking amazing again but then like <laughs> he's not because <laughs> <laughs> the last time you roared like that that's what it was but this says it says what does it say just in the nick of time uh no kick oh. some kick some hashtag or dollar or uh pound sign dollar sign dollar sign I'm not sure what they mean by that kick some dick I'm sure what <laughs> <laughs> kick some dick kick some dick it can't be ass uh, no never but, I but this is funny. This this scene too cracked me up because I felt stupid reading it. I read it the first time, and then I was going over it just before the podcast. But when I read it the first time, I'm like, so did he go to different multi the multiverses? But he says the futures. I'm so confused. When I realized it, we read it, I realized I remembered uh, Brainiac has all the futures in his jars. Just yeah. happened to be one place. So Command just went to the other jars and like opened them up. And then like on that purely theoretical ship that they built, that like. <laughs> Batman was amazed what he was, was even working. He was able to su successfully pilot through like these, yep. you know, fifty different futures without a without a worry, and picking people up like along the way every single time. But that next page is pretty bad, or that page is pretty badass. And that, that is another point of Brainiac's stupidity. His plan was to bring all the superheroes from every future together. So not even is it just the Justice League, but it's like fifty Justice Leagues. Right. All in one spot. Oh. Well, if they're all here, they couldn't possibly break free and kick my ass, could they? <laughs> They'll never break free and fight me. He's all, I'm huge. There's no way this will happen. <laughs> the only way the Justice League could fight me is if they had like 50 Justice Leagues from different futures. And how would that happen? I'm upgrading at an exponential rate. There's no way they'll catch up with me, he says. <laughs> but, uh... Wonder Woman... <laughs> as much as we make fun of this, I do really like this. This is pretty awesome. That page where, like, uh, Brainiac's looking down on them all and you got, like, all the different timeline superheroes like destroying all those robots uh-huh that's pretty badass and lobo's there i don't know why lobo's there but don't you, wonder woman kind of giving command of the eye while he's like untying her and she's all like bound up she's like yeah <laughs> she yeah. isn't she yeah she's like hey now how you doing mm -hmm. commandy he doesn't pick up on it because he's just a kid he's like <laughs> i just say are you the last boy or the last man on earth the last man baby I mean, I <laughs> hey you've done incredibly commandy <laughs> You're good yeah. with those with those ropes. So, uh, yeah, the Starman guy starts like shouting out to the few, to everybody else because they think they're winning, right? Mm -hmm. So that cuts back to the present, their past, our present, the other. I don't know. And it's uh, you got Perpetua fighting the uh, Ultra Monitor, Hot Girl fighting Apex Lex, and Starman also doing some shit, right? Mm-hmm. And he once again points out to Hot Girl, like, hey, you know, we need your fucking power. Why don't you calm down a bit? She's like, eh, do what yeah, I want. Exactly. And did you see, and you then, saw Infinity War, right? Which one's that? 
the not the last one, Endgame's the one, the Avengers that just came out. Mm-hmm. The Avengers before it. No, I didn't see that one. Oh, you never saw that? So you don't know about, uh, so I'm going to spoil it for you, a movie that's a few years old now. Uh, are you talking about how that one guy messes everything up? Star-Lord. Yeah, yeah. still, just because I haven't seen, though, the reason why I don't see things is because they're all, like, spoiled anyway due to the oh. internet. <laughs> like, through memes and stuff, but no, like, I don't know. Well, it, so, so the whole, you know, you know the whole thing ended with that, they're about to take the glove off, the uh, gauntlet off, and it's, um, the, <clears throat> the whole thing is about to end, except he gets pissed off because his girlfriend died, and so he pun- goes to punch uh, Thanos and ruins everything. And I'm like, while you're reading this, I'm like, oh, no, they're not going to do that same thing here, are they? And we'll, we'll, find we'll see out what like happens. Ten what? more pages. Yeah, we'll find out like ten more. No, pages. but this, at this point, I started thinking about that. I'm like, oh man, is that the direction they're going to go in? Oh, okay, I didn't pick up on it right away. I was like, <clears> oh, they just like this broad just will not listen. Like, ever. nope. <laughs> Jesus, like it's not the first time either. So yeah, and they've been building to that for like three issues now. And there we go. We finally get the uh, wildcat <laughs> cheetah team up. I've been waiting. For. <laughs> I was like, they're going to get together at some point. And she's so are they fighting g- now, or is this just how uh, cats? Uh, it looks like she's uh, giving them a hand job to me. <laughs> there you oh. go. <laughs> those are they aren't those aren't bubbles from the water. No, they're not. And like her, yeah, she's got a firm grip. That's crazy. All right. Speaking of <laughs> private parts, like conch of Arion looks a lot like the clit of Arion, <laughs> <laughs> and then. <laughs> to that extent, Starman's rod looks a lot like the anal probing <laughs> rod of Oh my god. The the uh. totality rod indeed, right? And then like he's sticking the rod into the clit of Arion and it's like what the is that even the name of it? I keep it's the conch of Arion, I guess. Yeah. Arian yeah. conch or something, yeah. The Arian conch. It's the, the Arian conch. The Arian clit and the rod of totality like merge and like after that happens, like all the star men, like simultaneously bust one, <laughs> <laughs> like on the next page. It's hella crazy. He's like, I, I hear you. It's like, I hear it too. Oh, and the guy's like, Yes, we. Ha- oh, open the gates, and everybody's like standing there, just like, ah. Oh. They are now. I can't see this page without that. That's awful. The star. The. The totality rod is merged with the Aryan clit, and star man is become one it's how look they all came at the same time it's crazy it's good times <laughs> anybody that hasn't read this yet pick it up it's crazy you should see it i'm gonna have to post this on uh, instagram without the uh you know <clears throat> without the exact going exactly the way he went <laughs> yeah you know well so i'm pretty sure everybody else will see it too yeah but uh so then you think like oh well then you know we're getting it done here justice league is winning right Perpetual is like, oh no, I haven't even done anything yet, and I'm already getting my ass whipped. <laughs> I was like, really? Yeah. Okay, you know that's strange. And then uh, Luther's all pissed off. This shouldn't be possible. We are yeah. so close. Yeah, and then Kendra's like, oh, they tell her again, Kendra, hey, hey, why don't you come over here? We need you. Like, we're not done yet. I mean, they're just like kind of got them on the rope, so we still need to knock them out. You know? Yep. And she's like, I know. But he's <laughs> but distracted, right <laughs> and he doesn't see me coming. It's like okay, well that's strange. She'd say that. I mean, they're so close to winning. I hope she doesn't, you know, do anything stupid. <laughs> I hope but, she uh, doesn't do anything stupid. <laughs> I mean, she's got it together, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, we get our teams back from our different times, right? And they kind of bring back some people. Like they bring back the people from the past and shit. That's yeah, they do. I don't know why. So, well, well, so they all have to be there to stop them, but something. And then I love how I'll, the portal is a giant star because it's Starman's portal. 
Aquaman has a clit in his hand and Commandy has the chode of totality in his hand, but yeah, no more Starman. But then Star Starro, he's the one that points out what's going on outside. Dad, there's weird graffiti in the sky. I didn't do it. I think it's the end of the world. Aren't they all tapped into... Why didn't they ever bring back... Like, when's Starro supposed to come back, remember? Brainiac revealed that giant Starro that they had growing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They just forgot about that. Well, they tie up that loose end sometime soon. Cause nope, so there's still a few issues left, so... No, hopefully. no. I'm pretty sure the way this is going, they're going to win in this issue, Mike. <laughs> but you're right. There was that giant star, so what was his pl- plan to use that star? And right before we... Yeah, anyway, but right before we turn the page, like, you know, Starman. Come on, Kendra. <laughs> Need your help. She's like, oh, I'm just going to, on the backswing, take care of Luther. It's like not even on her forehand. She's like going to go backhand on him. Yeah. Which is like, come on now. And she misses because, hey, what the? Huh? <laughs> and she gets stabbed like right in her shoulder. But, but it cracks me up because she's she's so focused on beating Lex, hitting him from behind. Right? And then she misses. And she's like, fine, I'll come now. Right. It's like, damn wait. it. All right, I'm coming. Okay. Uh. You missed. Now you're going to turn your back to him? Like, excuse me? I was stupid My plan you. didn't work. Let's go back to that one that we were all working towards. Like that one goal. Instead of When, just when being Perpetua's like, hey. the one you're trying to stop, not Lex at this point. So Exactly. Uh, you, you kill Lex Luthor, Perpetua still wins, right? So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. But she gets, I guess, her well-deserved stab in the shoulder. Yep. So yeah, you take that hot girl. Fucking fuck it all up, girl. But uh, and, the and she doesn't mo- care because she gets to gets she gets to be reborn. <clears throat> well, that drains all her power, and now Anti Monitor and Star Man are powerless to help. They ain't, they can't do nothing, and uh, it doesn't matter anyway because time's run out and Doom has taken over Earth, which means it's turning into the Death Star. I <laughs> yeah, I don't get that. Like does. I didn't know yeah. it was supposed to turn all metal, like where the water was. Like all the water goes away. and All the water is turning to metal. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah. and uh, But if you listen closely, you can hear the sound of faithlessness. <laughs> that is the no, sound of I, And then, uh, then, I feel them. Perpetua. She's getting all the doom power, right, from all the different uh, baddies that have turned in favor yep. of doom. And see, now look how big she has become. Remember I said when Brainiac 1 million got big, I was like, the more powerful they are, the bigger they get. So, like, yeah, she's like the biggest. That's a lot of power because the Ultra Monitor is massive. And you can see how large he is compared to Lex down there. Yeah, right? It's crazy. It is. So, yeah, oh, yeah. And then you get the new, oh, the new Anti-Monitor, right? So, this is like... (laughs) Now there is no monitor and there's no forger. There's just the anti-monitor, right? Yeah, because the anti-monitor took over. So they're still merged. They're, they're really never coming apart. Them. Then they're re- like they're really. Yeah, they're screwed. Remember, you were worried if they could ever come apart. And we were like, there's going to be like massive <laughs> blobs of chud or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, now they're screwed. But he looks kind of badass, right? Yeah, he's pretty cool. He looks like a Krang from. The Ninja Turtles without the brain. and It's just like that guy's android. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty badass. But, uh, yeah. And then it ends on that, on such a down note. Oh, well, Star, uh, well, Star Man's murdered, right? Yeah. Star Man gets murdered. She crushes Star Man in her fist. Yeah. Which I'm sure he's dead forever. Or 
just to absorb that rod, right? Like mm-hmm. he could just he could reemerge somehow. Like he could have zapped away. But I don't know. What do you think? Who's going to save them, Mike? Next month, doom in this guy. No one. It's over. They lost. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Justice League number one comes out in two weeks, and it's just like it never happened. That's it. <laughs> that's it. It's the Legion of Doom number one. Is the next issue. Wow, man, that's down. That's a down note. Oh yeah, I don't know how they're gonna stop this. What do you think? How are they gonna get out of this one? You think a speech will get them out of it? I don't know. What do we got? So we got perpet- Doom is finally. What's the Doom is finally given in? How much longer do we have? In the year of the villain. Is it only been three months? Yeah, I think it ends uh in December. December. So we got okay. So yeah, they got only they only got two months to figure this shit out. <clears throat> yeah, it's uh what issue are we on here? You got about four or five issues left, something like that. Huh. Well, either way, they better like I don't know. I don't know where it's going. But I don't know how they're gonna fix it either, because I honestly well I almost skipped the whole bit, right? It's like amateur hour. Fucking episode 18. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we I doing? I'll tell you what we're not doing. Judging a cover by its story. We're not? All right. No, we are. But that's what we should have been doing. That's what you were not. Oh, yeah. okay. I confused <laughs> oh. You know what we're not doing. We're yeah. taking that bit out. <laughs> Move on. Yeah. We're taking that bit out <clears throat> and moving on. Because, uh, no, this one, Doom Rising, right? This cover? Yeah. Is this another... Uh, who did this? Is this Jim Lee? No, who is this? No, it's uh, uh, Manipul. Uh, Manipul, again, right? Francis Manipul. So he does really good covers. This one, you can't complain about the art whatsoever. But no, this is no. the ultimate Schrodinger's cover, right? The ultimate like, what cover? Remember we went over Schrodinger's cover? Right? Oh, yeah. It's once you <laughs> once you uh, uh, observe the comic book, it changes the outcome <laughs> of the cover. Uh-huh. So like... <clears throat> This one's Lex yelling, Doom wins. And they do win in this book. So you're like, son of a... It totally spoils it. Like, if you were curious... Like, I was kind of... I didn't look at the cover too much. And then, like, while I was reading it, I was like, man, is this really like the Justice League's going to do it? I was like, yeah, exactly. But no, like, if you would have looked at it, no, they, they lose. And what's Batman reaching for? Yeah, I was going to ask you the same thing. I have no idea. And what's Martian Manhunter doing there? <clears throat> uh, that's the Martian Manhunter from the future. That's on page uh, twenty-two. All right. What's <laughs> I'll the, just why, go is, with that. why is Lex wearing a cape? <laughs> I don't know, Dieter. You ask me questions, I really can't answer. Batman like leans over just a little bit. He could totally kiss uh, John Stewart. That's what he's trying to do. He's and turning the camera John, off. And John Stewart so goes, can uh, kiss a dead John Stewart. He's got his mouth open a bit, so like he might, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what he's reaching for. Is he reaching for the totality, which is in Luther's hand? Or is he reaching for you to buy the comic book? I don't know. He's going to choke me out for not buying it? Right. Yeah, I don't know. Cheetah, like, Cheetah in the banner looks nothing like Cheetah in the book. <laughs> you told you, that's the catnip Cheetah. <laughs> cheetah. <laughs> that look crazy. <laughs> it is a weird-looking Cheetah. Speaking of crazy, Metal Man, number one. Uh, just written, transitions get better and better here. I know, written by Dan DeDio and Shane Davies doing the they're storytellers on this one. So Dan DeDio doing the dialogue. Ooh, that was uh, some good alliteration there. Uh, and Michelle Delanke doing the inks. <clears throat> Jason Wright 
doing the colors. He ain't never wrong when you got Jason Wright doing your covers. I know it's yeah, spelled so with a W. How does that work? Like, doing the dialogue. Shane write, writes the story. This is what's going to happen overall with the deal, I guess, because they're both storytellers. Well, that's what I say with the... I always figured that was the snyder Tinian thing. It was like Snyder was like, here's, what's, here's the plot, right? Here's yeah. what I'm going for, and you just kind of fill it all in. But, like I said, the crazy thing is, on the cover of the last issue of Justice League... Tinian's not even on the cover, but and they just tell say that they're both the uh, writers. So I'm confused how this works. I think the credits in the book might be the only thing that count, right? When you get paid, yeah. Because it took a long time just to get artists on the yeah title page anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I don't cover, know. It's right? weird. I just found it interesting. Dendio does the dialogue. It's so like, I don't know what the story's about. I'm not gonna write the story. You write the story, and I'll write what they say in the story. So what's your history on the Metal Men? You got anything going into this, or were you just next to nothing? In? Only when we saw them in New Fifty Two at some point, and I was like, "Wait, Metal Men? I think I've heard of these guys." The Metal Men. Yeah, yeah. So are they made of plastic? I've read about them, like in the pet when we were reading stuff from the library and everything. Mm-hmm. And their original stuff was too old for my liking. Yeah, because I think but, that's it's basically all the really old stuff, right? Sixties, seventies, and whatnot. Yeah, and then like. The the way they appeared like in the two thousands wasn't anything big to like, it was anything to latch on to. So, I just liked them because they were robots. But uh, so was there anything in this that that you read about in the past, or is this all brand new? This whole the whole point of the story. Well, I knew the guy that invented him was this doctor guy. Yeah. The I knew that, and I knew yeah, like I just their basic history from whatever I picked up from uh whatever I read, like Wikipedia or whatever back in the day, but nothing that, like, I don't think any of this happened before. I never read anything about him going crazy or anything like that, so I don't know. Because, yeah, because yeah, I looked it up in Wikipedia and whatnot and didn't see much of anything that said <clears throat> that this was always the uh, point of it. Oh, okay, so yeah, like I said, but I never really read anything, so I didn't know, but I just took it as something brand new because they deal with the dark, the dark multiverse, which yeah. is now, now. This is happening now. now. <laughs> so I kind of latched onto that. So like, I mean, we haven't really discussed much. Like going, we have jumped around a lot. So anyway, this starts with, the, what's his name? Dr. Magnus? Dr. Will Magnus. Will Magnus, right? He's uh, in his lab- laboratory. And uh, the way that shard of glass like goes, he, like a picture falls off the wall. And it's the robot men picture, but the way it's like sticks into his thumb yeah. is rather alarming. Right off the bat, he doesn't seem to matter. He doesn't he seem to d- care. Doesn't much. seem to care at all. And, well, uh, just the way it happened, I figured, oh, this is going to be a huge plot point. <laughs> that it's not. I'm like, wait, hold on, because they show it in like they show it in three panels and right. close up with a lot of blood. Right. Yeah. It's all, yeah. So it's I don't know. I expected something to happen with his blood you. or something, but no. Yeah, right. Because he even says like, "What do you what do you want, Vlad?" Ah. But uh, you get the little background, like I guess the Wikipedia entry of a uh, he invented the first sentient robots, right? Yep. But uh, you're about to find out it was all a lie. There were and no sentient robots. Yeah, this is basically the whole story. Is every time? Well, the inner it's two stories, right? It's the story of like him getting found out by the metal men. And then the like we said the whole dark multiverse thing. Yep. And uh, if you read any all the metal and all that stuff, it was what was that the uh, Challengers Mountain was relocated to 
Denver for some reason. <laughs> it had something to do with the Fortress of Solitude as well, right? Uh, d- <clears throat> I don't the remember. Triangle? I don't know. Something. But a bunch of stuff moved. Because it went to the dark multiverse and then it came back or something. And they just find like an nth metal thing going on in there. But the story before that is the doctor is talking to what you see is like a like a robot you think is listening to him. <laughs> and you find out the robot's name is No Name. Yeah. <clears throat> nameless, uh, right? And you're just sitting there. Yeah. yeah, nameless. And so basically it's he what was the name of the thing that he created? Do you remember? The little <sighs> thing that gives them their Responsometer. The responsometer. I love that name. <laughs> it's yeah. a meter that respond makes you respond to me. It's responsometer. He kind of like <clears throat> lied about how it worked or whatever. It really just gives them emotions that are based on real people, like his emotions, right? Mm-hmm. And yep. so they're not truly sentient. They're just like you know shadows of real people. And every time the robots figure this out, he just, like, kills them off <laughs> and creates yep. new ones. Yep. <laughs> and starts it over again. And that's why this gets, like, I don't know, it takes a turn for the, like, extra dark, dude. Like, if you think about it. Well, you got all these bodies here, but then you got two humans laying there, too. Well, I think it's because one's the chick, right? That platinum one. Like, he, that was the one that, like, was in love with him. So I think that's, like, his love, his attempt at, like, the love robot. That's what I like to think. Oh, there you go. It's a uh, the real doll. Yeah, he totally fucked that one. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. From the Who guy, oh, is that a Doctor Tom Morrow? I don't think so. It looks like it could be the Mercury guy because of the red hair. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. There are like two human bodies there as well, though. But it's like so. How many? Like you see at least one, two, three, four. Like four different Mercuries. So, he's killed off at least five, right, maybe? Yep. Oh, yeah, easily. Well, there's more. There's a bunch of heads in the background and everything. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, okay, so, yeah, there's at least, like, he's killed off at least six versions of these robots. And then, so he does it again, right? He kind of explains what, Sorry, what I don't get, though, is why he couldn't use the same metal, the same body, and reprogram them. He has to hang them. Like, like yeah, right. gut them. <laughs> Cut them and hang them like uh, something extremely more. Because I guess he says he keeps upgrading them right every time. So yeah, upgrading their parts and their insides and all that. And uh, I like when he, he's like, "Next thing you're going to tell us is I'm not made oh. out of real gold." <laughs> I was going to say the like, same thing. It's <laughs> like, do you have any idea how expensive gold and platinum are? <laughs> it's I couldn't awesome. afford you. <laughs> I've never hated you more than anyone. <laughs> yeah. Because he says, like, that anger is based on my hatred of Professor. So it's like all his emotions are just programmed into them. And so that's him coming forward that he's just a fraud and, like, the metal men aren't, like, what everybody thinks they are. That's why he says to that one platinum one, like, I I wish there was another way. Because he hella wants to bang that chick, dude. It's hella weird. There you go. It's so strange. So right here, when he shuts them off, he just snaps his fingers. So I I gotta defend him because it was a stupid thing. Half half these deaths are probably him just going, "Yeah, I got it." Oh shit! I was about to say, "Damn it!" (laughs) Where have they like, you know, why hasn't that ever happened? Like in like a battle anywhere? It's like over there. (laughs) Like somebody tried to snap and like what? (laughs) (laughs) Damn it! (laughs) And it's not like they're they're like completely bricked as well, right? It's not like you can restart them up. This was like a way. So yeah, anybody snaps their fingers. That was a 
terrible failsafe. <laughs> it's a horrible failsafe. Well, I guess it's time to gut each one of them again and hang them from my lap. Right. I guess it's time to eviscerate <laughs> some robots. It's so weird. <laughs> they had a lot of feelings, so it's like killing people. <laughs> I so, swear, he's a serial killer here. That's, that's what it is. Well, it does show like he is like totally falling off his rocker, right? He is like losing his marbles, yeah. or he already mm-hmm. has. But like he's like, I'm just about to like, you know, confess and tell everybody what I really did. You know, there's got to be a better way about all this. And then right then he gets a phone call. He's like, oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> there is a better way. Maybe it's all in his head. So the Challenger Mountain has like an nth metal stream running through it <clears> from <throat> Dark Marley, Multiverse and some sentient robot type, I guess, android, I don't know, cyborg. T-1000. T-1000 type thing coming out of it. <laughs> and he wants, he's Magnus. Bring me Will Magnus. They're like, hey, they're asking for you, Doc. He's like, oh. <laughs> well, let's do the metal call for him. Let's call him. And then he puts that one robot, like just that, <laughs> the dead robot, like back into the closet. He's like, hey. <laughs> shoves it in his closet. So oh, I don't know, like, if this is like shitting on the legacy that is the Metal Men, or if this is like something that's acceptable, like making this guy a complete nut bar. But I think it's kind of cool. It's kind of <laughs> crazy. I liked it. Especially so the new 52 Metal Men. Like, to think, like, oh. It is kind of just shitting all over it, like right? It's like saying, like, well, the, the metal men that you knew were never real. Yeah, pretty much. And they were just, like, bullshit. And a lot of them were murdered. <laughs> <laughs> and the doctor's crazy, so. But Dan DiDio, he's, like, a big wig over there at DC. Usually his books are kind of shitty, I thought. Do you remember? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember too many of his. That's why he's only doing di- the dialogue. There you go. You ain't got time to write a full book of nothing. So yeah, but yeah, I liked it. You think? Would you continue it? I would continue. It. I'm I'm very curious. I want to see how uh, yeah. dark this gets. Right? It gets. It's fucking. Gets fucking dark, Mike. Speaking of dark, absolute carnage number four is fucking dark. And once again, thanks to me, Carter eighty nine, for introducing this to us. Yeah, I really. Yeah, this was a good a good recommendation. Because, like, one, it is like a Marvel event. You can tell there's, like, other things you should probably read, but you don't really have to read them. Mm -mm. And, like, the story itself is really entertaining. And, like, I came into this knowing almost, like, nothing about Venom and Carnage outside of, like, a little bit of Spider-Man or, like, the Ultimate Universe stuff that's not correct, you know what I mean? (laughs) So it's like, I don't know, I didn't know much. But I, just within what four issues, I already care, and I'm like, "Whoa, that's badass!" Like, I <laughs> yeah, really it's pretty awesome. It. And like I said, I love the art. The art, <clears throat> like even just the writing. I was going to get into mm-hmm. it. Like, the guy really, uh, well, the guy Donnie Cates, writer, uh, penciler Ryan Stegman, inkers J.P. Meyer, J. Liston, and Ray Ryan Stegman. Well, that's a lot of anchors. And then a color artist, Frank Martin. Frank Martin. <laughs> Good old Frank Martin. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, the art is amazing. And the writing, I think, is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Did you ever read anything else by Donny Cates? That, no, I, I haven't. Think that, that Redneck series. Is like a oh, okay, is it? I never read it, but I think. I, I've a, heard about it. I just I haven't read it either. I think he has a couple others. A couple other image books that I never mm-hmm. got 
I never got into because there's only so much time, right? <sighs> so, yeah. <laughs> oh. <this> <laughs> oh. so, you yeah. quit your job. You can read for a little while. And then how would you get... Yeah, you know? Well, there you go. Maybe. Just like beg for change on the way to the comic store. <clears throat> when when we start making tons of money we could, doing this podcast, <laughs> uh, we could quit our jobs <laughs> and just read all day. Whoa. That's my plan. There we go. And then we could just live stream us reading. Instead of doing <laughs> just a, a video podcast. of us in there reading. <laughs> yeah. All the time. It's like these guys never stop. <laughs> I'll pay to see that. I'll pay to watch that. <laughs> so, yeah. I already pay to watch people play video games. I could pay to watch somebody read. Because <laughs> it's exactly the same, right? <laughs> so, yeah. One's just cooler than the other. Well, uh, just, a, just a bit. You figure out which. So, yeah, this uh, picks up where the other one left off with the Hulk becoming Venom, right? To fight yep. the carnage, absolute carnage versus Venom Hulk, I guess you call him. And, uh, I don't know about going through this one page by page. How do you feel about that? You don't have to. I mean, it's pretty... Pretty... So, well, a few things do happen. You get, like... Well, it's like this big build-up with uh, Eddie Brock being like, I gotta fight just to fight. <laughs> but he totally makes it like he doesn't have a plan, right? He's yep. totally like, hey, I got... Mm-hmm. An, uh, Spider-Man, protect the kids. I can't do nothing, but I could take this shit. And yeah, but he tells him to protect the kids is it, and he goes to fight instead of having Spider-Man go fight the guy with powers. Well, that's because he says, like, in there he's useless. Like, if anybody yeah. shows up, he can't do nothing, right? So Spider-Man, at least when they show... But, like, yeah. Oh, if, yeah, I guess it's when they get there. So he's, but he if, figures, if he goes out and do dies, some- it doesn't matter. You're, you're the last resort. Okay, but if Spider-Man can do something, yeah, why doesn't he go out and fight? But anyway, yeah, it's just him being a hero. So, you know, Brock gets out there, and his plan the whole time is to shock. Oh, well, I guess we skipped a bit, but the fight between... Carnage and a Venom Hulk, and I like how like the Venom can barely get around the Hulk. I know <laughs> it's not <laughs> it's enough so of them to get around it. Yeah, and then Absolute Carnage. How like this page totally looks like a Spawn page as well, with uh, the the was... things going into his brain. Yeah, oh, yeah. Ten- the tendrils or whatever you want to call them. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But uh, I thought Hulk was like you couldn't pierce him with anything. Like, what is that? That's like not only piercing Venom. But Hulk skin and his brain. It's because it's absolute carnage. That's why. Okay. Get enough explanation. Wasn't it a cool scene? It's fucking badass. (laughs) There you go. That's why it happened. It totally looks like like I said. Like it totally looks like Spawn though. Like somewhere between Spawn and uh, the Max. You remember that one? Uh, I don't remember the Max. Oh yeah. So anyway. So then. Uh, so Eddie Brock's plan to snap Miles Morales out of being a absolute dickhead is uh, <laughs> shocking him through the shield. Like With I guess vib- vib- vibranium is a great conductor of electricity. Is that what we found out here? Yeah. Is that is that always known? Uh, sure. I always knew that. So if you just like mildly shock like Captain America's shield, you'll like <laughs> incapacitate him. Shoot. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So now we know his weakness. But uh, so that snaps uh, Miles Morales out of it, right? But uh, in the meantime, Hulk gets the Venom taken from him, the Venom symbiote, symbiote, whatever you want to call it. Yep. And that's absorbed into absolute carnage. Who gets a little bit more badass? He gets like <laughs> <laughs> grows horns and uh, no, yeah. shoulder pads. 
shoulder pads with like horns coming off of it too and like spikes and like he's got cool gauntlets now so, I, I, lo- I love the fact that the more powerful that Venom gets he's just a he's just a a, a vertebrae with a chest right well, it's so weird right? but it's awesome well that's Carnage Venom now right sorry Carnage yeah 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 Carnage but he's just but like why why is he getting more powerful and he's more of a skeleton yeah I mean it looks so cool then, like, <laughs> So that happens, and then Captain America and Wolvie and all of them are like, hey, I love this. <laughs> don't worry, buddy. We'll uh, take that back. We'll start kicking ass for you. And uh, this part's the part that I thought, this is when it, so they start kicking his ass, right? Or yep. trying to, at least. But then you find out that the the Legion or whatever of Symbius are still attacking the machine that uh, the bad... Reed Richards said was going to destroy all those codexes. Yep. But I like how this takes over with like the way they changed up the framing. Yep. And mm-hmm. the way they like it cuts back and forth from what's happening. It's like real cinematic but mm-hmm. in a comic. I know like saying oh something from Marvel cinematic. Well, <laughs> you're so clever, Dieter. But uh, <laughs> so you've been reading some articles here and there <laughs> about what this cinema, the whole oh. cinema thing. Oh, Martin. Oh. Scorsese and Coppola. I thought that you were going okay. with. Or are you just talking about Oh, the no, I was just saying, movies? like, because of the cinematic universe. Like, yeah. Where once the movies emulated the comics, it's almost like the yeah. comics are now emulating the movies. <sighs> but I like this whole scene. And I like this is with the writing that I was talking about, where he gets all, like, I don't know, just, it gets super dark. Like, the, I can feel it bring, rising in the air, cutting through the, you know, the screams of the carnage carnage born god and all that shit like the kind of words he uses pretty badass Mm -hmm. but he gets even cooler right now he's got big ass wings but uh the conclusion is brock decides to bust open the machine with all the codexes in it and take them himself right so he becomes like a super venom and so it ends with that like super venom versus super carnage and they're like now these like super metal demon like god symbiotes that are going to fight in outer space or something. I don't tell a badass. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're flying away. Like, where are they going? <laughs> Super cool, dude. I don't know. But like, I really want, awesome. like, I I didn't it. want it to end. I was actually kind of upset. I thought it was super badass. It was like really cool. But yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. Even if it is just like a big battle issue, right? Like even if it's just like 20 pages of them beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> I'm down yeah, for it's it. gotta be what it is, right? So it's just them fighting, and then he'll pull the. Uh, he'll <clears throat> so he, you know you obviously go one way or the other. Uh, Brock decides to be Venom or not. Right, the well, very no, end it's and, gotta be the way it's got. Well, if so, the symbiote that was Brock's is now on Carnage, right? Yeah, the one he took from Hulk, and he left Brock to go with Hulk because he's like that's the stronger individual. So there's going to be like a time where like that symbiote decides to leave Carnage to go to Brock, right? And then that's uh, when yeah, he gets yeah. the upper hand. Uh-huh. And then he like d- he like takes all the codexes and he's like, then he talks to that god guy that's in the planet that they're waiting for. Because once they're all one, right? That's who comes out. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And then like he's going. I to forgot convince- that was the whole point of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then he's going to convince. <laughs> he's going to convince uh, like that guy, like you know either like you know either go back to being a i don't know what he's going to say to him or something but something's going to happen with that 
And then it's got to end all happy, I suppose. I don't know how. Maybe it ends down. I don't know. It's pretty dope, though. I like it a lot. This last page is just fucking super sweet. I really like that drawing. Yeah, it's pretty great. <clears throat> I want to see more Ron Stegman. I don't think I've seen... I don't think I've seen him as stuff before. Oh, uh, yeah? What's, yeah. See what you figure out from it. Let me know. Let we'll me do. know. We'll do. Ask him on Instagram. What else like have you people. done? Are you worth Are you worth reading any other of your books? <laughs> Give me a <laughs> send me over a portfolio and see what <laughs> see if you're worth my time. See if you're worth my time to review my podcast. Ooh, say, how say, many followers do you have? Don't worry about that. What if by chance there was somebody listening to this and they wanted to reach you on some sort of social media? I'd be shocked. Okay, but how would they do it? How would they do it? On Twitter, go to at four color us. With the number four. On Instagram, it's fourcolorultrasound.com with the word four written out. Or you can email us at fourcolorultrasound at gmail.com with the number four. So You got that? You got that? It's I know like we've gotten a couple notes. of emails, so somebody knows it's out there. Me, oh, <coughs> Carter, 89. <clears throat> at least Thanks we again. know the system works. Speaking of things uh, that don't work, fucking Batman 81 <laughs> don't work for me. I'm gonna say, don't but, tell the legions of fans that love this book and are upset that he's ending in a couple issues. Uh, well, he better fucking hurry up and do something. A <laughs> whole lot of nothing going on in Batman '81. Writer Tom King, pencils by John Romita Jr., who had to outsource this heavy workload of three issues to Mitch <laughs> Gerardes, and uh, so then you got Klaus Janssen and Mitch Gerardes on inks, and our good old friend Hamu Mori. And, once again, Mitch Gerardes on colors. So he could do all of his own pencils, inks, and colors. Yeah. Why don't you just give the whole book to Gerardes and be like, hey, get it done. do this. All of you. I don't know. I really don't like John Romero Jr.'s art. It's crazy, too, because, like, not only does he get three credits, he's, like, second fiddle three times. Yeah. He's like, you got, oh, it's like somebody's like, hey, it's a king, Romero Jr., Jansen and Maury all doing this book. And it's like, well, Mitch Jared is. I, I had my fingers pretty deep. Shut up, man. <laughs> shut up, Jared. As you get back in your fucking cubicle, you <laughs> shut up. You start working on Batman 82. Whatever these gods haven't done, you finish up. Okay. <laughs> what these gods haven't done. <laughs> <laughs> these big timers, these guys are number one billers. You're nothing. You're nothing but a second fiddle, Mitch Jared is. Get back in your cubicle. <laughs> why, why can't you say my name right either? I don't even know how to say it. I'm just looking at it on the paper. How would you say uh, it? I know. Jared's? Jared's. Or something Jared like that. Is. I'm just laughing. I can imagine Tom King. Because you said it like three different times different. <laughs> so as they're yelling at him, they can't even get his name right on purpose. You piece of shit. <laughs> you piece of shit. God, why do I work here? Uh, <laughs> but we won a bunch of wars together it. on other books. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Uh, but anyway. Uh, wow. So yeah. <laughs> They've got pretty bitter. Yeah, no. so this book, man. Screw this book. I don't even <laughs> want, You know what? Not going to go through it page by page. I'll give, it's, it's another clip show. And you find, you find out one thing in this book. You find out what Mike told us three books or three issues ago. Clayface <laughs> is going to show up and do something. Oh, yeah, he was. He was there the whole time. And basically, not only is it a clip show, it's Batman saying, hey, I've known the entire time what's <laughs> time happening what's here. Isn't that what I said, too? The whole thing is yeah. Batman's plan. 
instead of bands playing when i punched the shit out of who was it tim drake yeah or was it uh yeah when i punched the shit out of tim drake (laughs) on that rooftop i was really sending them a secret message saying hey keep it on the dl dude i gotta (laughs) i gotta disassociate myself from you jerks and so they knew that right they so the family was in on it just because i beat like when i hit them they know so, and then <laughs> wait, that is what he said isn't it and then I yeah that's what he said and then he says the blo- sorry the blow oh. told the bad film to go quiet to switch to other more secure comms I, like, I wasn't paying attention to what that meant but you're right it's gotta be what he's talking he's like about. in their training they're uh, taking punishment yeah. as a way to take messages <laughs> like it's hella dumb <laughs> and then he says and then on top of that I knew they were gonna break me not only did I know he was gonna break me I needed him to break me because <laughs> I couldn't have them spying on me while I was trying to figure out how to beat them. Duh. It's the it's equivalent of, oh, I knew that was going to happen. Uh, I knew you were going to do that. I, I knew planned you the were going to make me fall in love with Catwoman and then have her leave me <laughs> on the altar. But I needed that to happen to me so I could spy on you while you thought I was broken, dumbasses. <laughs> Batman's so smart. And it's like, okay, so... That's it. That's it. That's the issue. <laughs> yeah. We got any news? Jesus, I'm serious. No, I'm so, but seriously, we don't play the music right now. But uh, I think there's a third person that puts that in. So <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't, don't play the news music yet. Don't do it. Don't do it. That was just a, that was just a bit. So, but uh, so yeah, and then but things I'm not clear on. Alfred, what happened to him? I, I okay. So, and I, not to ruin anything with the solicits, the solicits, the solicits make it sound like Alfred is still dead, but then they, it, it also makes it sound like by the time this whole thing is over, he's all of the Bat family is going to leave Batman or something like that, right? I, I still swear it's going to turn out that the, the, the Bat family thinks Alfred is dead, and that was all still a part of Batman's full plan. Because why else show up Clayface, show Clayface right now? He did nothing, all right? He just revealed Clayface in this issue. Well, yeah, but he says he kept a watch on him. He kept watch. That was it. Time. What was the point of that? Kept watch to do what? There's well, there's right? okay, but look, see, this is before we go any further. Have you noticed it's the same thing over and over again? It's us taking every issue and we're like, "Why did this happen? Why did that happen?" And then three issues later, you get a recap saying, "This is this why. happened because," and it's some bullshit excuse. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Clayface, Clayface is here. To to get Alfred to have mm-hmm. Alfred escape to get to get Tom Thomas Wayne to break to kill Alfred, uh, Batman did not tell the uh, Bat family of this because that's the only way <clears throat> Thomas Wayne could beat up uh, the family and then take over from Bane and then Batman can defeat Thomas Wayne. So. <laughs> I, I could be completely wrong. Alfred could be completely dead, and that could be the entire point of this whole thing. He breaks him, like you said. He gets broken at the very end because he the finds out Alfred's reason, dead. But I just don't see that happening. Why, well, yeah, the only reason why I'd say you might be a little bit right is because Batman says Alfred escaped. Yeah. But it makes even less sense because he thinks it... He makes it sound like he escaped Thomas Wayne, but he didn't. And he said that that's why they needed a hostage, so he sent in Damien. Yeah, so so it's like almost like Batman doesn't know. Like Batman thinks he escaped, so he really is dead. So it's either Batman's the one that's in the dark about his death, or 
all the bat family is in the dark about. Uh, either way, one party is not on board with uh, yep. who really died. Because they even say, like, Damien says Alfred was family. Correct. And then... So even though they were switched to dark communication, so that means, like, Batman did not send in the Bat family, right? Well, he sends in the Bat family... He thinks that Bat. He thinks that Alfred escaped because he talked to Alfred beforehand. No, he didn't send in the Bat family. Yeah. No, because they're there because of what they did. He, they specifically say we're here because of what you did to Alfred. We thought we'd let Batman do it. We'd tell him and have him kick your ass. But we decided, no, we want to be. Oh, you, oh sorry. The rest of the Bat. Well, he said. He, he said. Um, Damien played the fool. Once inside the cave, he can let in his brothers and sisters. So, so Batman's saying, Alfred escaped, my father, uh, creating a need for a hostage. Damien played the fool, he went in, got captured. Once inside the cave, he can let his, in his brothers and sisters. So he knew that the, that the, that, um, the Bat family was going to join. So Batman's plan was for Alfred to escape. Uh, Damien to show up at the exact right time that he escapes, so he could become a hostage, and then just get out of his, uh, out of his uh, ropes, and then uh, let the Bat family in. That's Batman's plan. And the the Bat family is saying, oh, Batman's going to be pissed when he finds out you killed Alfred. That Alfred didn't really escape. And I'm saying, well, Clayface is there for four issues from now for us, for them to say, remember we told you four issues ago, Clayface is there? Well, he was Alfred. Then this thing also attempts to wrap up the whole power girl power. And I swear, I didn't want to go back and like be like, they had some surgery to gain those powers, I thought. Like it wasn't it was like a procedure. It wasn't yeah. just a medicine they were taking. Yep. And then it's like some super venom. Like, why isn't Bane flying around and using his like I, I don't know. And why, why did Batman have to, to steal the last bit? Because he says I had to stop him from getting the last bit. Why can't he wait till that was out and then let her fall? Why did he have to go through and and, and do it well, right now? The last bit was an entire boatload of the shit because that's what they had when they were in Hawaii. Well, it's okay, maybe that's what it was, but he just made it sound like it was the last... <laughs> this is the, the last dose. We have to stop him from getting the last dose so we could break in instead of just waiting until that dose was out. I think the biggest, most egregious error in this issue as well is, like, you don't even get to see Thomas Wayne beat the shit out of everybody. Yeah. Like, it's just like they ran out of budget or something. It's like in that South Park episode where like, it was <laughs> heaven versus hell in the video game, and like you didn't get to see it. They're just describing it. They're like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know why. I don't know. You would think it'd be nice to see him beat that beat them up, but you just hear it. And then, uh, like I said, and then him just beating the shit out of all seven, six or seven of them is just kind of when he's on the floor dying. Yeah, yeah, when he's already been like handedly taken care of, like. And, I don't know. And speaking of the art and hand, when he stabs Tim, that panel beforehand, mm-hmm. take a look at that. Like, the, the, what angle his arm has to be at. And then he turns around to stab him, but that one panel, very awkward. Yeah, right. When he catches the arrow. <laughs> He's like, oh my god. Stink, stink. Yeah, You're no, elongated, man. That's well, it's not so much he stab. No, because the way he catches it is the p- fucked up part. That's what I'm saying, the way he catches it, not yeah, the way he stabs okay. it. Before he stabs it, you're right. But yeah, Tim Drake does catch a hot one to the chest. Yeah. Schnicked. But the way he stabs it, it's like, the way he catches it, I mean, it's just such a weird angle there. And then, so, then you get this weird little, I guess he had to throw it in because of the doom. You had to show the doom sky. But you get, like, Harvey Bullock 
singing his version of New York, New York, right? <laughs> but the thing to me, so this is like, this goes back to when it was the Joker and the, when they were in the police precinct. Yep. And he was over in the corner all fucked up, right? Yep. So Joker was revealed to be Clayface, right? <laughs> so it's like they had Harvey Bullock over there and like, Hey, does anybody want to torture this guy? How about you, Joker? Joker, you're really into torturing people. He's like, uh, no. Or he's like, oh, I really got to play this part. Because, like, it's the Joker's, like, smile that he has painted on his face. And it's like, yep. it's obviously the Joker did that to him. <laughs> so either Clayface is, like, the world's greatest character actor or he's, like, just as sick as Joker. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. And now, now Harvey's dancing in the rain naked. So you got what? How many is you got? Four issues to tie this up. You got four issues to tie this up, and then you've got the Batman Catwoman. Uh, I, could, I just get it over. I just want something different. It's been the same thing for eighty-one issues, the exact same thing over and over and over again. Like I said, this is just a recap of the last yep. four or five issues we just read. We read. I <laughs> read the issues. Stop telling me what happened in them. <laughs> like I don't care. Just move on. One thing happened in this. Clayface was revealed to be working on the inside. That's it. Nothing else was revealed, right? Yeah. No, Batman being Batman. And you can't say, oh, you found out Batman had a plan. No, you found out Batman was Batman. (laughs) Batman always has a plan. That's all he does is have plans, like in contingencies. (laughs) But he he was so broken. It was a surprise. He had to be broken. That was part of the plan. If he wasn't broken, they could (laughs) not eat. They'd have eyes on him. He'd not be Batman. Clearly. Mike, he he needed to have somebody fall in love with him and break his heart to get to move on. Like, this is the only way he could figure out what was going on. Yep. To defeat his enemy, which he will do so easily in the next. And it's weird because, like, so it ends Batman, like, with Thomas Wayne saying, I'm Batman, but then it says next, Bat versus Bane. Who, Thomas Wayne or Bruce <laughs> Wayne? And I thought Bruce uh, Wayne wasn't Batman, so who's really fighting him? What's going on? I don't uh, tell us, Tom King. Give us something new. Nah, you're not getting anything new for the next four issues. <clears throat> oh, thank God, Tinian's coming back. Yes, just like you told us when you told us all about the news. Put the music in now. <laughs> On to the news. Um, so Wonder Woman, you know the uh, Action Comics and Detective Comics 1000 got their 96-page specials. Well, yeah. Wonder Woman's getting one for issue 750. Oh, that was kind of cool. Okay. Well, I don't know. It just I I like the uh, action and detective issues. Well, uh, they're kind of cool. Those made a lot of money. <laughs> when does Wonder Woman do for thousand? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not for like another 253 issues. Ah. This should have been like Marvel and just called it Wonder Woman 1000. Issue right, 1000. Screw it. Here it is. <laughs> screw it. It's a couple of years early. But anyway. That's cool. When does that come out? Uh, I don't know. I didn't write that down. It's not soon. Whenever issue number 750 comes out. Well, they're on 35 now or something. So <laughs> They're on 35. This is like 10 years away. They're not even going to do the 1000th issue. <laughs> So yeah, no, I thought I thought that was kind of cool, but um, let's see. Black Adam starts production in July, so he, I mean, supposedly I guess he's been talking about it for ten years. I didn't realize it's been that long. 
but uh, The Rock is swears the production's finally starting this summer. So mm. Shazam did real well, right? So uh, cool. it's good to see Black Adam. <clears throat> and, so it did well, so you got to franchise that property. Well, of course, they always do, right? Right. But that was the plan originally, and what it looks like DC's trying to do is create their own, kind of like they did with the comics for so long, where you got your own grouping of movies, and then eventually you could do a full team-up, but keep Black Adam, Shazam together, and then, you know, make a Bat Family, family movies, and that kind of thing. Yeah, it's, oh yeah, it's cool, it makes sense. So we'll see if that continues. <clears throat> um, Bloodshot, the Bloodshot trailer came out today, did you what? see that? No, I didn't. Yeah, you gotta check that out, it's kinda cool. Okay. Okay, is Vin Diesel in it? Vin Diesel in yeah. it, yep. Yes. So, the only thing that bothers me, and this is a you know, geeky fanboy thing, is he's not all stark white. He's just <laughs> Vin Diesel. Uh, oh, does he at least have the circle on his chest? It looks like he's got it under his shirt, and like it's glowing or something. Oh, uh, boy. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, already I'm kind of... Yeah, right. I mean, is is it just me, or it's like, come on, this, it's a it's a visual medium to comic books, and this is what these are, right? Like that, the look is a part of what the characters are, as dumb as that is. But it is, right? So why why just why don't you just do it? And they even could play off. Well, they could no, because they could even like <clears throat> play off. He can look like anybody else, right? He could look normal. Yeah, yeah. It's just when he's like killing and stuff, he like doesn't choose to. He just looks all badass, like. Yeah, bloodshot with the red eyes and everything. I don't know. That's kind of a weird. It is weird choice, but whatever. Like they they showed the red eyes. They show. Just watch the trailer. It's, it's a cool looking trailer. Just watch the fucking. Just thing. watch the fucking trailer. Get off the podcast now and watch. I'll just continue the news without you <laughs> sitting there. And go watch the trailer. Well, you know how much I hate trailers. Is it coming out on in movie theaters or is it going to be like straight to DVD? <laughs> it's, it's straight to DVD. Doesn't doesn't didn't make streaming. <laughs> <laughs> They're just putting it straight to DVD. Well, straight to Netflix. That is the straight to DVD of our time. I, no, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's one step below that. They're going back to DVD, so no one will see it. There's but no, it is theaters. Not even Blu-ray. As far as I know. Oh, okay. What? It's not even Blu-ray? Exactly. It's, not, it's like straight say, It comes DVD out uh, oh, February 21st. It's not that far away. Oh, sweet. Uh, all right. Yeah, yeah, I'm on board. Um. All right, and so Jonah Hill is no longer in negotiations for the Batman. Look, Paul it's Dino. either the Penguin or nothing, okay? And he's like, <laughs> Basically, I want to find out what it really was because everybody assumes he's trying to play the Penguin and they and they want him to play uh, Riddler. I wonder if it was the other way around. That WB says, no, you got to play the Riddler. He goes, come on, guys, look at me. i got to be the Penguin. Everybody's going to think I want to be the Riddler. That's crazy. They were like, look, we don't. you think we need your name attached to this movie, funny boy? Yeah. <laughs> But instead of you, we're going to get Paul Dano to play the Riddler. Is that what they said? Yeah. Oh. So it was the Riddler, I guess. Yep. Paul Dano was cast as the Riddler. Who's that guy? I don't know. <laughs> He's been a bunch okay. of things. Uh, more that, I guess, some independent. He did, uh, the only thing I seen him in years ago was um, The Early Blood and uh, Little Miss Sunshine. And to be honest, I only know that because I had to look it up. Who's Paul Dano? Oh, I saw those movies. Oh, I saw that guy in that movie that one time. Exactly. So I don't. I, I don't even remember who he was in the movie. I just know I saw the movie and his name was attached to it. So Paul Dano as himself. <laughs> he plays himself. He, he walks around calling himself the Riddler. He's just in. He's just in Arkham Asylum and thinks he's the Riddler. There you go. That's what makes him so crazy. <laughs> exactly. With Edward Nigma standing next to him. Um. So who knows? And then uh, you asked about uh, Justice League. How long is it going for? Well. It end or Snyder and uh, 
Tinian's run on it ends with issue 39 in January. That's terrible news. That is terrible news. Yes, it is. So they haven't said what's next for Justice League, who's taking over. Um, but Snyder and Tinian and uh, who was it? Um, uh, was it Harvey Fernandez who does the art? Ah, shoot, sure. I think. Um, they were saying that uh, <clears throat> basically when they said online was that uh, because we were told that if this sells, if you like really, really like the story, we got something much bigger coming after this. Yeah, of course he does. Of course he does. <laughs> it's a story that's going to, you know, he's been planting these seeds ever since he was writing Batman. And uh, it's if he only had one chance to tell a bigger story than the biggest story he's ever told with Justice League, this would probably be the story that he'd tell. Exactly. So, of course so, it's big. All joking aside, it, it sounds good. It sounds like it'll be coming. He'll be doing more because we really like what's going on in Justice League. And there was no also rumors. Um, you know, I told you, told you about the whole timeline that's going yeah. on. Um, yeah. supposedly there's, well, Bleeding Cool News, which is not a site, you know, anybody should be really paying attention to, but they were like, look, we got this right. We got this right, guys. Apparently a while ago, a year or so ago, they mentioned the timeline and they said there's something going on with 5G, whatever that is. And, and they weren't talking about, uh, phones. Um, cause <laughs> with the timeline, there's like four generations and apparently there's a fifth generation coming. Like the fourth was uh rebirth. And so there's a fifth coming. And so there's Ew. hints that there's going to be another crisis next year. Yeah. And so yeah. that's true. Snyder, you know, that might be what Snyder's talking about. That's, yeah, because that's, yeah, because you were like wondering why the Justice Doom War wasn't a crisis, all, yeah. all the goings-ons. Yep. So, and it seems like everything is changing right in January. So I don't know if it's just because, hey, it's a new year. Let's switch our things around. Or if they're really trying to redo stuff. So I don't know. I guess we'll find out. And they got one more bit here, but it's a uh, plot point in a book coming up in the next two months, so you probably don't want to uh, talk about that. So we'll move what on. What book? What? Why would you say that? <laughs> Who else did you have brought this up to? What? what book? Well, I put it in there. I was debating whether I was going to bring it up. What book? Nah. If I if I bring it up, you might I might you know what it is. So that's all good. Superman. Oh. Oh, well, what's oh. going to happen? What happens? What happens? What happens? All right. Uh, Superman is going to be revealing his identity to everyone. So it is Civil War? Basically, yes. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> exactly. You're, well, I people read that twice. Well, yeah, and uh, Mar- like a lot of people are complaining to Bendis online about, uh, he's like, well, this, this is exactly what you did to Marvel and took away all their secret identities. Why are you doing that now to DC? And so he's like, well... We've got a thousand, you know, we've, we've, we've a thousand more stories we could tell by uh, Superman giving up his identity. And don't worry, Clark's not going to go away, but see how it, how this happens, you know, how he interacts with all his friends and enemies now that they know who he is. And But he's not going to give up being Clark. Yeah, so. Didn't he know. start, was it, who started it with that whole thing where there was the fake Clark, Clark Kent? The fake oh, that happened. I mean, are you talking about in the fifties and sixties when they no, always bring a fake guy out? That just happened. That was no. It was for issue remember. after issue after issue. Where it was like the story was like the fake Clark Kent. Like they were following him around. And he ended up oh, fighting you know, that was, uh, it was like a, was that New Fifty Two? Was it the New Fifty Two or was that uh, before Rebirth? What was that called? 
Oh, was it the Convergence? No, it was Rebirth, right? It was just right before Bendis, wasn't it? And then you found that was who uh, Jor-El ended up, or his dad ended up being? Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember, I remember the fake Clark Kent following him. He thought he was him. Yeah. No, it was um, Mix, Mr. Mix, Mix, Mixoplex, wasn't it? Oh, it was Mixoplex. I don't remember. I don't remember stuff. But but either way, they just did the storyline where Clark gives you know gets outed, and that was in New Fifty Two. But Bendis stupid. insists on doing this, and he's in his interview. He's like, uh, "It's funny because he goes, it, so many people. Um, once the solicit came out and said that this was going to happen because it came out last month, nobody reported on it. And Bendis is like, nobody reported on it. So I basically had to go to the New York Times and do an interview to tell people this is really happening because people don't believe uh, any stories that are lasting in comics. So it was kind of funny. He had to like uh, announce it and make a huge deal about it. That's crazy. I don't know. It sounds terrible. It sounds terrible to me, too. Like, we we even talked about it last week, where I was like, uh, one of the things we like about the superheroes is the fact that they have um, uh, secret identities and dealing with that. Yeah, it gives you so much more to talk about, but if it's uh, so much more storytelling, then I guess tell your stories, pen boy. Oh, and he was saying, like, this is essentially why they hired me, but I had to earn my keep before I did this. And it's like, oh, really? This is your whole goal is to get rid of his identity? And age John what you did at Mar- Cause like when they're like, we want you to do for DC what you did for Marvel. He's yeah. like, do they literally mean just tell the same stories? <laughs> exactly. Like that's what he took from it. He's like, well, they told, they hired me to do what I did at Marvel. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So I, uh, I put a lot of quips in and I'm, uh, take my identities. I don't get it. They don't have a Captain America or an Iron Man. What am I supposed to do? Yeah, exactly. Apparently he did. He's the one that did it with uh, Daredevil about 10 years ago, whatever it what was. A- what a jerk. I know. It's like, anyway, we'll see. But he knows I'm going to still read, so it doesn't matter. <clears throat> all right. So, and that's about all I got for that. Oh, yeah. So you want to play a game that has no name? Yeah. Is it the game <clears throat> with no name? Oh, it is. It's the game with no name. That's the name of the game that has no name. Then it, does it cease to be the game with no name, or is it the game with a name called the game with no name? Ooh, oh, my goodness. My head's going to explode before I even do this. So right. on with the game named the game with no name. That is a game with no name. That actually <laughs> has a name by not having a name. All right, here we go. Yes. Second Sight. Second Sight. All right. <clears throat> Ray Pilgrim lost his eyesight when he was eight years old after contracting a rare brain disease that affected his occipital lobe. After intermittent testing and medical studies for 10 years, Pilgrim gives up any hopes of ever seeing again until one day he wakes up and his sight mysteriously returns with a twist. Pilgrim quickly learns he has a power to see three days into the future. Now, Pilgrim decides to use his power for good. What starts as him simply preventing car accidents and petty thieves in stores turns out turns into a greater calling. Seeing a newspaper report about another mass shooting in a school killing 32 children, Ray must work quickly to stop this tragedy. But how does he convince anyone this will happen? And how does he prevent himself from becoming the thought police? Whoa. Whoa. You whistled twice while saying a Q-U word. Quick. Like, uh, how what? do you do that? Quickly. Quickly? Say quickly. Quickly? <laughs> but you, go back and listen. You whistled both times you said quickly. <laughs> All right. Quick. I quickly. Like, I don't even know how to do that. All, so much so I didn't even pay attention to what you were saying. And that was the key. So you don't pay attention to like, in this game. No, I, was, I was listening to it. It's cutthroat. Yeah, it's cutthroat. So yeah. Right. But yeah. Okay. So stop saying QU words and go to the second book. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> All right. 
In a world where having superpowers is the norm, Ray Pilgrim has always been frustrated with the power he was quote-unquote gifted. Pilgrim can only look at, can look at any substance and see exactly what it is made out of, down to every atom. Naturally, having the ability to see how the sausage is made has motivated him to only eat naturally grown organic foods. When his daughter brings home dinner from the new health food store on the corner and she raves about the Beyond Meat burger, Pilgrim argues with the argues with his daughter that there needs to be more to this new food than just vegetables. When he looks closely, he realizes he's right. It's not just vegetables. It's meat. Just no meat known to Earth. He has just discovered a conspiracy that will shake the country's foundations and change everything we know about the universe. That's a really good one. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> oh, that's all right. All right. Next one. I like that movie Bad Taste, but like, Bad like taste. Opposite, yeah. Oh man, I love that movie. Um, Twenty years ago, Ray Pilgrim became a celebrity when he discovered his unique ability to see through the eyes of psychotic killers who were terrorizing London. But his world collapsed around him when he was accused of the same crimes as the monsters he hunted. Now, Pilgrim's teenage daughter is using her blog to investigate a ring of child abusers that includes some of the most powerful men in British society. Men who are prepared to kill anyone who threatens to expose them. In order to protect his daughter and uncover the truth, Pilgrim must reluctantly visit his past and the twisted path that led to the hotel room the media called the Bloody Chamber. Oh, there you go. <clears throat> you didn't do the thing where you, like, say, a twisting, turling tale guaranteed to make you laugh. <laughs> because, I know, because the real book didn't have it. <laughs> so Damn. Uh, all right. Um, this one's tough, man. You use the same name on all three. Yep. Uh Number three. You are correct. You are correct, sir. Yeah. Oh, I, number just, three. I just killed like 50 metal men by snapping my fingers. <laughs> you snapped your uh, approval there? It's 11 uh, to 6. Now, uh, Dieter versus Mike. Uh, I, uh, like, it's just, there's so many details in there. Yeah. Like, that one was flooded with details that, like, the others weren't. The other one stuck to a, a theme. I don't know. It just, yep. it's no, no, you're, that's, that's what I was worried about. That was a good one, though. Dan, that was that second thought. The second movie you came up with, or the book, was <laughs> <laughs> really cool. Like you can see, like what stuff's made out of. And he's like, oh no! Did you like that? It's made out of like alien meat or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I want to, I want to write this movie now. That's pretty good. And then the first one yeah. was like, oh, he brought the thought police into it. That's pretty tight. Yeah, I was, I wasn't sure if that was gonna be the giveaway or not because, will, will someone mention the thought police because it's a. Uh... Already a book, or is a book in, uh, in uh, I don't know, what's it called? Um, public domain, so I don't know. You just killed like 16 <laughs> All the metal men I have running around the house. <laughs> All your sentient robots that you programmed to be bricked by the snap of a finger. That's pretty funny. What is three? What if three snaps like turn them into like rage bots or something? Rage bots. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, rage bots, that's a good good thing to go out on uh so yeah i hope all you rage bots enjoyed this episode <laughs> you rage bots well there are a bunch of bots that download the i know podcast. i think there's more bots than humans listening at this point so i'm sure there are oh i mean are i really we... shouldn't be snapping because i'm gonna kill all those rage bots to listen or like they're just they just want to hear more about hi-fi their favorite artificial <laughs> intelligence colors what i did say hi-fi did uh did uh like a uh, comment i posted on uh, twitter Oh, maybe he maybe he's a listener. Maybe he knows. 
Yeah, I don't know, but I was, I was like, wait a minute, who is Hi-Fi? Is it actually one person, <laughs> or if it's a bunch of people that have to update Twitter, uh, just like they have a bunch of people doing the coloring? If he only knew, like, how much conversation his name has, like, <laughs> generated on this podcast. <laughs> like, I've actually searched, it, like, it was the whole Wi-Fi conversation because of it. There's, like, all kinds of things. Like, it's insane. I yeah. love it. It's awesome. Like, still to this day, we're like, we don't know if it's, like, we can <laughs> still ask him, but we don't know. On Twitter, it says, yeah. Hi-Fi was founded by comic book colorist Brian Miller. So, he was founded by it. Hi-Fi colors comics by DC, IDW, Titan, everything. It's yeah, a bot. Told, I told you, you remember you could go work for him and like you got to get plugged in like the Matrix. Like you're just in a chair. <laughs> and like your consciousness yeah. is what colors the books. Good shit. That'll be nice. It'll be right. an easy way to do it. Nice and lazy. Yeah, buddy. So anyway, if uh, I'll be back next week and I know Mike will be back next week, but we'll see who else comes back. So until that next week, uh, goodbye, Mike. Goodbye, Dieter. Boom 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 bo